NBC News has now called Arizona for Joe Biden. The state hasn't voted for a Democrat as president since 1996. Members of Congress are returning to Capitol Hill today, and Republican lawmakers are facing growing calls to help with the transition of President-elect Joe Biden. Now, President Trump is still fighting those election results. In the meantime, at least a dozen GOP senators say Biden should have access to classified intelligence briefings. A coalition of federal agencies involved in election security is pushing back against President Trump's claims of widespread voter fraud. This coalition says this election was the most secure in American history. The most secure in American history. The most secure in American history. Hi-yow! Info Ninja. Welcome back to the dojo, everybody. Thank you for allowing me deep inside you again, deep inside your ears. I like it in there. It's warm. It's a little waxy. There's hair. It kind of tickles me. So thank you for letting me be in there. And thank you for sharing this show. Send this to a friend. It's an early Christmas present. I promise it will make them smile and potentially, potentially get them aroused. Hey, Griswold, where do you think you're going to put a tree that big? Bend over and I'll show you. So the 2024 election is less than a year away, and it's crazy to think that we're going to see Joe Biden take on Donald Trump again, most likely. That's if Donald Trump is not in prison and Joe Biden is not in the ground. The man is old. He ain't lying. So I want you to participate in a thought exercise with me right now. Um, if you're driving, please don't do this. You know, you can always pull over to the side of the road. Maybe that's what you should do right now. Pull over to the side of the road so you can participate in this little thought exercise. So I want you to just kind of clear your mind. I want you to close your eyes and I want you to take a, a nice deep breath, okay? And then I want you to now think about how high the cost of everything is right now gasoline, your grocery bill. Every time you go, you're like, man, is it costing me more money now? And you know, you're going and you're only putting like 10 bucks in the tank, but you're not getting very far on that 10 bucks. And you're like, man, this is crazy. And then you're seeing all this wacky woke stuff and all the movies you're watching and on TV. And you're just going, this is too much. And you're just living in the moment right now in your mind in by America. That, that's Joe Biden's America. That's where you're living right now in your mind in this this thought experiment okay so now i want you to picture this happening in your thought experiment for another four years because that's what could potentially happen folks you could be less than a year away from four more years of this thought experiment can you imagine that feeling just feel it right now on election day or the day after election day, we probably won't have results by then the way they like to do it these days. They spend a month of voting and then they spend another month counting it. But anyway, just imagine what it's going to feel like to know that you're stuck with Joe and Kamanya Harris for another four years. And you probably won't get Joe for the whole four years. You'll probably get Kamanya or you'll get Gavin Newsom or you'll get something like that. For some reason, Joe will pull out maybe for health problems, but he is not going to make it another four years. But just imagine that feeling of thinking that you might have Joe for another four years and that the economy is not going to get any better. Okay, you're not going to have any more money. That relief that you're hoping that it's coming is not going to come. Can you imagine how terrible that's going to feel? Hey, fuck you, man! Well, you would hope that, that that feeling has festered within the Republican Party over the last four years and that they've taken massive action, massive national action in all states to prevent this from happening again. 
They have not. Not that they've taken no action. Individual states, individual counties, individual Republican parties almost in their own little section have taken action. But nationally, no, there's been no call to arms for changing election law. There's been no call to arms nationally to stop mail-in voting. So I am very, very hesitant to say that anything's going to be different in the upcoming 2024 election. But that doesn't mean that I don't have hope. That doesn't mean that things still can't change in the amount of time that we have left. Again, less than a year away. So keeping that thought experiment in mind, I want you to roll back the clock now. Okay, we're not doing the thought experiment anymore, but we are rolling back our mental clocks to think about the 2020 election. And do you remember what we were told about the 2020 election over and over and over again by multiple news outlets, by multiple politicians, the same sentence over and over and over again kept getting repeated and that magical phrase was the 2020 election was the most secure in American history. While the president continues to tweet unproven claims of widespread voter fraud, the cybersecurity division of his Department of Homeland Security has just declared this election, quote, the most secure in American history, end quote. The election stuff that you were seeing on television, all the weird tapes, I like to call it Wes. All the West you were seeing, that's weird election stuff. It was the tapes where you saw them taking like stacks of ballots that were all crisp and clean, like they'd never been folded and put in an envelope, but they were mail-in votes. They were sticking them in a machine and running them through, then taking them out and running them through again, then taking them out and running them through again. And all those mail-in ballots were for Joe Biden. All this West, all this weird election stuff, we were told wasn't real or it wasn't widespread. It wasn't enough to affect the outcome of the election. So we should just ignore it because the 2020 election was the most secure in American history. We were told that in fact, we were wrong. We were the outliers. Most people wanted crazy old Joe. Come on, man. We were told that that's what America really wanted. That was the voice of the people. The people had spoken they wanted Joe Biden to be their new president. They were done with Trump. They wanted Joe Biden. Sheesh, that's crazy. We were told there was absolutely no deep state. That's a conspiracy theory. There was no deep state that sought to maintain its power and control the American people and definitely stop Donald Trump from doing anything to them. We were told that did not exist. We were conspiracy nuts if we believed in it. If you were vocal about being a little suspect about the outcome of the 2022 election in the West, the weird election stuff that you saw on television and on the internet, if you were vocal about that, you were essentially ostracized from not necessarily society, but from any relevant conversation. As soon as you brought that up and you said, you know, I think it's kind of BS. I think the election was stolen. Immediately, none of your opinions mattered because you were an idiot. None of your insights or thoughts really had any relevance because you believe this thing that was so against the mainstream narrative that you have to be crazy to be doing anything but going along with going along. We were also told the same thing about the vaccine. If you didn't get the vaccine, you were certainly ostracized 
from society, without a doubt. You couldn't shop in certain stores. You couldn't go to certain concerts. You had to be marked. You had to wear a mask when others didn't wear a mask. You were definitely treated differently as a result of you not getting that vaccine. And why did you not get that vaccine? Maybe you didn't want to be controlled, but a lot of people were like, you know what? This is experimental. It might not be safe for me. And it looks like I know people that got vaccinated and they're still getting COVID and they're they're giving COVID. And it looks like the things they're saying about it isn't real. So I'm going to pass. If you made those decisions, none of your reasoning behind that mattered. You didn't do it because you were a crazy conspiracy Trump nut job. Well, as time went on, those vaccine people have kind of been vindicated so far. We get more and more data every day that getting the vaccine not only didn't prevent you from getting it or giving it, most people know that, but now it turns out that you were more likely to get COVID when you got the vaccine and now also probably more likely to die. 700,000 people in the study in Israel, just so you know, that showed that the double vax were 27 times more likely to get reinfected. So it's not the vaccine, even if we just talk about that, is not stopping infection. It's not stopping transmission. If you look at the studies in England, in Scotland, in the northern countries in Europe where they get real data, that they're actually the triple vaccinated are the most likely to die. So bottom line is that we, as we go forward, the natural immunity is long, broad, and durable. And I don't know if he mentioned it, but we have SARS-CoV-1 patients who still had immunity 18 years later. Let that sink in. 18 years later, we still had immunity from SARS-CoV-1 to SARS-CoV-2. This is long, broad, durable immunity. So what I want to say in closing is, Natural immunity should be considered legally to be at least equal to vaccinated immunity, and immunity is likely lifelong. Thank you. So the vaccine people have been vindicated, and guess what? It looks like the election people, even more than we already have been, are being vindicated as well. Yes, we have all the tapes. We've learned about election muling. We've learned about ballot harvesting. There's been movies made about it, so there has been some vindication there, but this one is is a huge one. A new Rasmussen poll, okay, they're pretty decent with their polling. A new Rasmussen poll shows that one in five people that participated in mail-in voting in the 2020 election committed election fraud. These aren't tapes. These aren't weird numbers that don't add up. These are the actual people admitting to election fraud. One in five, folks, that's like around 20%. It kind of gives and takes depending on what type of fraud you're talking about. So I will go through this now and it will kind of blow your mind, but there's not going to be any big surprises here. The major thing is that this is basically vindication. Vindication for everybody that said, hey, mail-in voting is going to be right with fraud. Mail-in voting is a really, really bad idea. This is going to be widespread election fraud. Again, that we, we were told doesn't exist. This is vindication. So here is the Rasmussen poll. It found that 17% of mail-in voters admit that in 2020, they voted in a state where they were no longer a permanent resident. So they moved from California to Texas and they got their ballot from California sent to them automatically. And they filled both ballots out and sent them back in. 17% of the people that participated in mail-in voting admit to doing that. Fuck you, asshole. It says that 21% 
of mail-in voters admitted that they filled out a ballot for a friend or family member. That is illegal, folks. You cannot fill out anyone's ballot except for your own. Now, there are states and there are situations where you can assist people with voting. You got someone that's developmentally disabled. You got someone that's handicapped. You are there to assist them by carrying out their will, not determining what their will is. If you can't figure that out, then they're not voting. You are for them. That is illegal. So 21% of people admit to doing that. Fuck you, asshole. 17% of mail-in voters also admit that they signed a ballot for a friend or family member with or without their permission. So literally, there could be them and their spouse living in the same house. The mail-in ballots come in, one spouse just grabs it, the husband grabs it for the wife, just fills it out, doesn't say anything, and sends him back off. He votes for them. Maybe he knew how his wife was going to vote, or maybe he knew how his wife said she was going to vote. She was going to vote a different way privately because she felt differently. What he did is illegal. What 17% of mail-in voters did is fraudulent. Yes! Yes! Fuck you too! And this one doesn't surprise me, but it does surprise me that the number isn't higher. 8% of voters said that they were offered pay or some kind of reward for their mail-in ballot. Someone came to their door and said, hey, here's a gas card. Let me get your mail-in ballot. I'll send it off for you. Oh, you haven't filled it out? Who are you going to vote for? We'll take care of that for you. Oh, you don't know who to vote for? Here, vote for Joe Biden. I'll watch you do it, and then I'll give you your gas card. This is a real thing. It's illegal. You cannot literally, figuratively, they do it all the time, but you cannot literally buy someone's vote. So there you have it, folks. You've got undeniable firsthand truth. People are admitting that they committed voter fraud. There's your vindication. If you didn't get the vaccine, good on you. If you said the 2020 election was BS, good on you. If you shared this show, great on you. Hi, gal. Info Ninja. Oh.